1: Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. It's about 2.05 in the afternoon here on the East Coast. My guest today really needs no introduction. He is our go-to guy on military, diplomatic, and intelligent uh, matters, former UN's UN weapons inspector, not former Marine because you're always a Marine, Scott Ritter, Scott, it's a pleasure. Uh, welcome back to the show.
0: Thanks very much for
1: having me. So we have a lot to talk about. We have Mrs. Pelosi uh, in uh, in China. We have Al Zawahiri being assassinated in uh, Kabul, uh, and we have whatever's going on in Ukraine. Let's start with uh, Mrs. Pelosi. Uh, what does she gain, if anything, by going? And is how, how much of a bee in the bonnet is this? to President Xi and the Chinese leadership?
0: Well, I think we need to make it clear that um, the only person supporting Pelosi's trip was Pelosi. Uh, The State Department was not supportive of this. The uh, Defense Department warned uh, against this. And even the President tried to dissuade her from going uh, to Taiwan. So this is purely about satisfying um, Nancy Pelosi's ego. It's not furthering American interests and in fact, I would say it's actually um, fatally harmed, the relationship between uh, the United States and China. There is a very... Fatally? uh, fatally, fatally, I believe. Fatally. This is... is China, I believe, um, will invade Taiwan in the near future. Um, I hope I'm wrong on this, but I'm taking a look at the unprecedented size of these uh, military exercises that China is initiating, um, 360 degrees around Taiwan. Ah, uh, the fact that they've mobilized forty brigades—forty brigades.
1: Roughly, um, how many, how many uh, troops, how many soldiers in forty brigades? Roughly,
0: forty brigades around would 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 be if if you look at five thousand. That's two hundred thousand troops.
1: Wow, two hundred thousand troops in war game. Chinese troops in war games. In preparation for an invasion of taiwan
0: and remember china elevated its um its its defense status to level two which is one step uh, below total war so uh, i don't think the chinese are bluffing there's a lot of people who are you know poo-pooing the chinese saying oh they talked a big game but they let her plane land really you wanted china to shoot down nancy pelosi and get into direct fight with the united states no what china is going to do is let pelosi leave let the united states withdraw, and then attack Taiwan, forcing the United States to make a decision whether or not it wants to commit a war with China that's unprovoked. Um, but the Chinese, look, they they have given unprecedented levels of warning uh, from to Jake Sullivan, to Tony Blinken, to Lloyd Austin, and to the president, where they basically warned that there would be serious, serious consequences, and they were ignored. This reminds me of the warnings that Russia gave Biden and everybody else in the lead up to the Ukraine operation, where they said, if you ignore us, there will be a military technical response. Uh, we now know what that was. Um, and I believe China isn't bluffing. I, I don't think China can back down from this because constitutionally, they can't allow anything to transpire that encourages um, independence in Taiwan. And Pelosi is is doing just that. I mean, this is a fatal blow to U.S.-Chinese relationships, and I believe... Has,
1: has her trip, and she is there as we speak, as far as you know, accelerated their military plans? Question one. Question two. Do we still have um, men and material military in Taiwan?
0: First of all, we we, we may have a, a, a dozen or so... Um, Special Forces and Marines they're doing low-level training, but we do not have a significant military presence in Taiwan, not one that would deter uh, China. And uh, there's no doubt uh, that what she has done has accelerated. I, I, it's not just accelerated China's buildup. It, it China has these had these plans in place for years. It's not like China suddenly woke up and said, oh my God we have to do something about Taiwan. Her trip has caused the Chinese to implement, their Taiwan invasion plan.
1: Does the president of the United States, who said as recently as four months ago, we will, this is his word, Scott, forcefully defend Taiwan. Is he aware of what you have just told me and our viewers?
0: Well, I mean, he's been briefed. Whether or not he's aware is a a question I can't answer, but he has been briefed by the Pentagon on the reality of china's military capabilities look every year the pentagon does a war game about taiwan and we lose every year there's no set of circumstances in which we win Um, we don't have the force structure we don't have force composition we don't have the force posture to meaningfully uh, prevent china from invading and occupying taiwan the only thing we have is nuclear weapons and god forbid anybody start talking um that kind
1: of nonsense I am it's inconceivable that we could amass uh, enough, of a force, enough of a force on Taiwan to resist the uh, Chinese military. I'm also going to guess that there would be no stomach for this among the American people.
0: We have no prepositioned stocks in Taiwan. So any troops that we deployed would have to be accompanied by their heavy equipment. And that's not going to come in by airplane. That's going to come in by ship. Um, General Berger, the commandant of the Marine Corps, when he, when he came into office, um, basically said, Look, I, uh, the Marine Corps can no longer guarantee the Secretary of Defense or the President that we can implement the national security plan because we are married to a legacy plan that has Marines embarked on ships that will be sunk before they get to any hostile shore. That's oh, just the fact. So if, if we try to sail our ships, our fleet, uh, towards Taiwan, uh, in an act of war, in preparation for war, as part of war, the Chinese will simply sink every ship that we send in there. There's, And and, and we know this. I mean, this is why I, I sort of chuckle when we put uh, a carrier battle group in there, because the, the admiral in charge of that carrier battle group, he knows what I know. He knows that the closer they get to China, the less likelihood they are coming home if there was an actual war.
1: All right. So I'm going to assume that this is not A case like Iran where the, or excuse me, excuse me, Ukraine, where the intelligence community is uh, sugarcoating what they're saying to the president because they're telling him what they think he wants to hear. I am assuming that the intelligence community or whoever advises him in a detailed way, what you have just told us in a summary way, is telling him the truth rather than what they think he wants to hear.
0: I don't know, because there's a difference between what I just said about the military capability of China and how the Intelligence Committee will spin the political intent of China. I believe that we have too many Chinese experts who are too preoccupied with the with interpreting the definition of the Chinese word for face because they're they're into face saving, etc., and not paying inattention to the actual words of the Chinese government. Um, there's too many people that believe China is bluffing, that China will never follow through. I think they're wrong. I think the day of the bluff is over. I think China's about to follow through. And I don't think the president's being told this by the intelligence community.
1: Why do you think Mrs. Pelosi is doing this? Does she have and I know this is a little off from your field of military and history and intelligence does she have she's 80 years old i mean does she have some long game uh long-term political game that she's playing here
0: no i think this is short term legacy game we know that her what she's doing is not approved by the state department we know that what she's doing is not supported by the defense department and we know that the white house uh isn't supportive of this either so this is purely a nancy pelosi driven initiative and remember she's not a decision maker she doesn't make policy she doesn't execute plans Uh, this is purely political in nature this is a woman who's looking at the reality that democrats are going to be voted out of office come november that her tenure as the speaker of the house is over and i think she's trying to create a legacy moment uh that puts her down in history as the greatest uh, speaker of the house of representatives that ever existed um i think actually she's going to go down in history as the person that um that set in motion to trigger for a, a just a horrific war between china and taiwan
1: how uh, dangerous to the national security of the united states was al-zawahiri before the americans assassinated him uh last saturday
0: look i'll, I'll start by saying this um If you commit an act of terrorism against the United States, um, we will hunt you down and kill you. I think every president, Republican, and Democrat has said the same thing. And uh, so no tears should be shed for Al-Zuahiri's death. Uh, We should celebrate the moment. Um, A terrorist who inflicted immense harm on the United States has been brought to justice. Um, It's 21 years too late. This man was 71 years old. Um, He was out of the game. I I know there's people in the intelligence community saying he was actively involved in planning. No, he hasn't been actively involved in anything other than propaganda. Um, You know, am I glad he's dead? Yes. Is this a uh, game changing moment? No, let's not forget that he was killed in Kabul, which is currently under Taliban control because we were defeated in our 20 year war in Afghanistan and forced to withdraw under extremely embarrassing circumstances just last summer. So this doesn't change that reality. We still lost the war in Afghanistan. Al Qaeda still exists. The Taliban is in power. Al-Zawahiri, good. He's dead. It doesn't change anything except makes us feel better.
1: Could we have captured him and put him on trial? Now, before you answer that, you probably know my view, which is that the last thing the government wants is somebody like that in a courtroom telling a jury who was really behind 9-11. But the $25 million bounty on his head was to capture him. I'm not going to give the bounty to military guys or to CIA guys. Could we have captured him and put him on trial?
0: Uh, He was a much more difficult target given where he was located. We could have captured bin Laden and put him on trial. 100% certainty. We had bin Laden captured. The SEALs were on orders to kill him. But had they been on orders to capture him, he was a prisoner. We had him. Uh, He posed no threat. We murdered him. Now again, I'm not shedding any tears, but he was an unarmed man uh, on the third floor. The seal came in; he posed no threat, but the seal killed him because that's what the seal was ordered to do. He was right, not. To so, kill uh, him. So
1: here he was an an unarmed man, even older than uh, than <laughs> Bin on, on the third floor on his balcony at six o'clock in the morning, saying his prayers, posing no threat at the moment. Couldn't the seals have surrounded that house and captured him?
0: Look, you know, I, I'm not going to get into you know doing the business of Special Operations Forces, I will tell you that there's some very creative people who would have come up with very creative plans to do just that if that was the intent of the United States. Uh, Our Special Operations Forces are the finest in the world and they are capable of doing miraculous things given enough accurate intelligence and enough time to plan. So could we have done this? I'd like to believe we could have, but there was no way we were going to do it because our job isn't to tell the truth about 9-11 our job is to uh score political points by you know murdering or killing the people that um again i don't like to use the word murder because he was he was a terrorist and the and he deserved everything he got and fortunately uh we didn't kill any um you know non combatants uh, around with him. Right, um, right.
1: but uh, did, you know did you hear uh, the president's uh, 10 12 minute talk last night i did yeah so i did too and He sounded more like George Bush than Barack Obama. (laughs) Yeah, uh, this will look like George W. Bush than he sounded like himself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, this was this was a made for TV moment. Let's let's be clear. Um, This trigger could have been pulled on Al-Zawahiri for any time in the past months. Uh, The decision to uh, to 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 kill him was made apparently on July 1st. So we're talking about, you know, this isn't like, you know, intelligence being developed right now. We have to act right now. This was a decision made a long time ago, um, and the, the, you know, the president made a political decision. This wasn't an operational decision. This was a political decision. The timing was purely political, and I believe that the timing was to distract from what Nancy Pelosi is doing. In,
1: yeah, in China. I agree with you as well, and I think she delayed her landing uh, in Taiwan until this uh, news cycle had uh, run its course.
0: Yeah, it was amazing because we're we're looking at, um, you know, yeah, you're, you're right, but we're but but still watching the the mainstream media as her plane's moving into land and China's flying airplanes around and everybody's wondering what the heck's going on. the The media is still leading with you know Zuhairi. Um I, I will make this this prediction: we won't be talking about Al Zuwahiri this time next month.
1: We'll be talking about Taiwan once President Xi follows through. On his yeah. plans uh, and his threats, what uh, what is the latest uh, in Ukraine? We are hearing that uh, President Putin is attempting to Russianize the by, with by introduction of the ruble and the Russian language and a variety of other things. Is that true
0: Well, I mean, first of all, we, we need to understand that um, the territories that are under Russian control right now. Uh, have to be administered by somebody. There's civilians who live there. Uh, the Ukrainian government has balked at this. They, they've they cut off gas, they've cut off pensions, they've cut off everything. And so it's up to Russia to step in and manage as they should and as they're required to under the rule of law. So uh, don't be surprised that when Russia seeks to administer a territory under its control, that it will do so uh, with a Russian face, <laughs> meaning the ruble, et cetera. Um, right. that, that to me is not the story. The The, the biggest story that came out uh, this week about Ukraine, in addition to the fact that you know we are approaching the culminating moment, uh, the, the the devastation being wreaked wrecked on the uh, Ukrainian military, even the Ukrainian journalists now are saying it's just stupid what's happening here. This squatter is uh, the squatter, it's unreal. The battalions are being eliminated, brigades are being eliminated on a daily basis. Uh, it's just bad uh, for Ukraine. But the big news is, the deputy of Ukrainian intelligence came out and said every time a High Mars rocket is fired it's directed by the United States that the United States is picking every target. And, um, you know, now true. Yeah, it's been, it's definitely true, but the United States is behind creating this plausible deniability. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the high Mars is viewed as a strategic asset. It's not just the targets that are picked, but the operational methodology, the high Mars isn't pulled out of its uh, cover until the U S has guaranteed that there's no aircraft or drones nearby taken to a, a position by the united states for security uh with a with a withdrawal plan already picked out by the united states and its target is selected by the united states are,
1: are the people doing the selecting uh doing the targeting and doing the operating the americans doing this are they in langley virginia or poland or germany or are they there on the ground in ukraine
0: no 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 there's connectivity i believe they're um they're probably in poland uh, they could be in Germany, but uh, probably in Poland, uh, as some as part of a um, a combined um, fusion cell. So there's Ukrainians sitting next to Americans. But the important thing here is, uh, if HIMARS was used as Russia claims to strike this prisoner detention facility, uh, where oh, you know, 73 I think, uh, uh, Ukraine uh, Azov uh, regiment prisoners Nazis were killed by this HIMARS strike. Uh, to silence them, to prevent them from testifying against the Zelensky government, um, that's a war crime of <laughs> immense proportions. That means that the United States has now committed a war crime because we we played a role in targeting a, uh, a prison facility. Uh, it, and this is a big deal. Not, uh, the Russians have come straight out and said, the United States is engaged in an act of war against Russia. The United States is actively engaged in war against Russia. And um, I think the Biden administration needs to take a step back and understand what the possible ramifications of that is.
1: And, um, of course, what you've just told us, President Putin knows.
0: (laughs) Well, he's the one saying it. He's the one saying, you're at war with us. You can't deny it anymore. You're picking the targets. And remember, it's not just that we committed a war crime against by attacking prisoners. You know, we're picking the command and control targets. So we're the ones responsible for the killing of Russian colonels and generals. Uh, right, were the ones right. responsible for the killing of Russian soldiers? Um, I don't think too many Russians are happy about
1: this. Let, let me let me summarize. Let me summarize where we are. The Russians have re- regained and are retaining the portions of uh, Ukraine which were was their target. The Ukraine uh, military is virtually devastated. The Americans are using American equipment and directing American equipment and shooting at a renegade Ukrainian soldiers, and be Russian soldiers, and the Russians know all this. Where the heck is this? Where is this going to end up? It's going to end up, I think, either with a devastating defeat by President uh, Zelensky, which won't be a voluntary surrender, or with the introduction of American troops.
0: Well, fortunately, I I think there's enough American um, senior military uh, officers who recognize that introducing American troops is insanity. Um and this will become doubly so if uh if the Pacific heats up. But um no, this is this is the end of Zelensky. Um uh, the 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 bottom line is Zelensky will either be uh forced to leave Ukraine and retire in his $35 million mansion in Miami, uh living off of the billions that he's stolen from the Ukrainian people, um, or he's gonna die. And uh if he dies, I think uh, there's a greater likelihood that he'll be killed by his own people. He's, he, the Ukrainians are losing confidence in this man. He is literally competent, murderously so. He's responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of Ukrainians, and the Ukrainian military is losing faith in his ability as a leader. And as his cachet collapses in the West, we already have Spain saying you ain't getting any more tanks from us, and we have other European countries saying we're we're, we're done giving you weapons. Um, and as his cachet fades. He he loses importance. Uh, He has no more. uh, There's no reason to keep him in power. And I think uh, there's going to be a coup. It has people applying what I call the nine millimeter solution to the back of its head, um, and then going to the Russians and saying, "We need to bring this nonsense to a halt."
1: Scott Ritter, (sighs) always a pleasure. No matter what you tell us, the the knowledge and the candor uh, is so refreshing. Sometimes it's overwhelming, but thanks very much, my dear friend. Thanks for having me. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.